Hello and welcome to the Future Urbanism podcast series, bringing you the latest news and trends on transformative technologies, accelerating smart city projects. And of course, if you're not already aware, maybe you are, but the debut of Future Urbanism will take place later this year from the 16th to the 20th of October, alongside Jitex Impact and of course Jitex Global, the world's largest tech show to the Buy World Trade Center. This is the Middle East trailblazing smart city technology summit and indeed the definitive convergence of urban leaders visionaries, protagonists, and smart city solution providers the world over that are delivering the cities of tomorrow. A bit about that later, but for now, our esteemed guest, it's a pleasure to welcome Mr. Faisal Ali Al-Rashid, the Senior Director of Demand Side Management Demand side, ma- demand side management at the Supreme Council of Energy, which is the Emirates governing body tasked with steering the, the Dubai clean energy strategy. We'll be discussing the UAE net zero 2050 pledge and the viable decarbonization measures needed to achieve a carbon neutral future. Mr. Faisal, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for hosting me. So the UAE Net Zero 2050, uh, as its name applies, of course, aims to achieve net zero emissions by 2050, uh, 2050 and of course, in doing so, making the UAE uh, the first country in the Middle East and North Africa, and perhaps one in the world as well, uh, to accomplish such a feat. Uh, tell us about the Dubai Supreme Council of Energy's role in meeting this lofty ambition. Uh, first of all, we have already have our own strategy in terms of uh, different strategy, basically, that serve... Uh, the climate change uh, signed uh, in Paris at the beginning and also uh, within UAE, I think the government has already made a pledge uh, to reach net zero by 2050 uh, a year back or so. And Dubai, uh, basically encountering that, has also issued a resolution to to work around uh, net zero uh, emission target. And uh, as I said, we already have our own uh, current ongoing strategy. We have a measurement and verification. We have an activation. We have a responsibility matrix within our government as well. Uh, We have committees as well. And at the end, uh, we issue uh, an annual and uh, basically periodical report to show our progress with the public. And... uh, so this is a high level, basically, uh, mm. on what we have. Okay. Mm. Uh, explain to us the uh, demand side management of this mission and why yeah. it is actually critical for mm-hmm. UA's net zero pursuance. Yeah. I think when you say demand side management is basically is driven uh, by the economic growth in Dubai, by the GDP. And, you know, Dubai is a growing city and uh, it has uh, potential to grow uh, very fast compared to any, any, any other cities in the world. Mm. And of course, uh, the demand uh, uh, side also uh, drive the supply side in terms of expanding the power generation and, and so on. Mm. And uh, when we say demand side management, we look at the heavy consumer like uh, commercial building, like uh, residential building, we have to know um, the how, how the end user basically uh, operate uh, along with the economic uh, growth and so on expansion. Mm. And of course, uh, demand means also energy efficiency. So it's uh, improving energy efficiency is not uh, something easy. It's uh, quite difficult. It requires uh, uh, government uh, commitment. It requires policy mandate. It requires um, market mechanism as well. Uh, it requires also uh, financial support uh, 
And uh, also, uh, I can say that uh, it's not getting a lot of attention uh, across uh, the market, but in terms of benefit, definitely it is uh, uh, something that every country is pursuing rather than, than pursuing the supply side, they pursue the demand side man- management. Mm. It uh, basically defer. Uh, uh, supply side cost, capital and operating cost. It has strengthened the energy security. It is. Uh, it creates green jobs as well. Uh, it creates uh, energy efficiency market as well. Uh, so there are so many benefits and it's proven to be uh, sort of uh, bankable. On top of that, also investment in, uh, in energy efficiency in a building compared to investment in supply side and power generation. If you compare peak capacity similar, I think it's a lot a lot less in terms of cost, in terms of capital. And also the lead time for energy efficiency is uh, a lot less in terms of timing and so on. Mm-hmm. And in Dubai, we're very mature in terms of having our own strategy. So the target is to reach 30% reduction by 2030 versus business as usual. Okay. It's estimated that 66% of the global population will live in urban areas or cities by mm-hmm. 2050. It's obviously a mm-hmm. huge amount. Um, how is urbanization putting pressure on mm-hmm. energy consumption and uh, how mm-hmm. are governments preparing for this yeah. this massive transmi- transformation of, of mm-hmm. people migrating to cities? Yeah, the way I look at it is the urbanization means resources. I mean, our resources will be exhausted. If we look at uh, the next 20 years, I think... Uh, our resource will be uh, tripled in terms of, uh, uh, it'll be massive, I mean, in terms of uh, the uh, commodity, in terms of the material. I mean, think of the, uh, uh, think of the, uh, the infrastructure that we're going to use, whether it is power generation, whether whether it is a treated water plant, whether it is a street, whether it is, uh, bridges, uh, whether it is, uh, I think, uh, uh, buildings. Uh, think of the material that we're going to use in the next 20 years, whether it is asphalt, concrete, uh, I mean, uh, uh, metal, plastic. Uh, uh, so, the, 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 I mean, the consumption will be massive uh, mm-hmm. in terms of... Uh, and we know that city also, if you look at the city, because the city... Uh, consume the most. I mean, city is responsible for, I would say, 70% of the carbon emission Mm. and the city is responsible for 70% of energy use. Uh, Mm. Also, the waste that the city generate also uh, is is about uh, 50% and the city is responsible for 80% 80 of the GDP. Mm. And when we talk about waste, the waste is going to landfill and also incinerator. So in terms of uh, the solution, I think is very clear. We need to have uh, a closed loop circular economy. We have mm-hmm. to shift from linear economy to the circular economy to basically keep the asset. Uh, we, we continue to use the asset as much, we, as, much as we can. We continue mm-hmm. to recover, to regenerate, so we can keep our asset in the closed loop system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll come back to that uh, the circular economy um, mm-hmm. in, in a little while. But um, mm-hmm. as you mentioned before, Dubai is already very well advanced in terms mm-hmm. of, uh, mm-hmm. of, its, of its clean energy strategy. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have the um, Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum Solar Park, the world's largest, uh, mm-hmm. or at least one of the world's largest single solar sites 
parks. It's a fifty billion dollar, mm-hmm. uh, fifty billion Durham investment um, mm-hmm. with five thousand milliwatt megawatts of energy produced by twenty thirty. So obviously huge. Most recently, mm-hmm. the world's largest solar power data center opened in Dubai. So there's a lot of initiatives already mm-hmm. um, in Dubai in, the, in this uh, mm-hmm. uh, clean energy strategy. Um, what else can we expect to see in Dubai in the coming years? Whether it be in mobility or transport, lighting, buildings, um, there must mm-hmm. be a lot of initiatives that we could potentially see in the next few years. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather talk, to talk more about the strategy, the activation of the strategy, rather th- rather than you know a specific project and, and so on. I think uh, we're working on both on the supply side in terms of uh, cleaning our grid. I think more and more you can see solar penetration is happening, and as we speak today, uh, we're almost like fifty percent share of our power generation in Dubai is uh, basically solar, and it will continue to grow to reach 25% by 2030. And uh, our target is also for, uh, I think, uh, uh, for 2050 is 100% renewable by 2030. Mm. And in terms of demand side management, I have mentioned 30% reduction. So this uh, translates into absolute reduction of primary energy use by 30% mm. versus business as usual. And on top of that, also, we have int- integrated water strategy, which also serve uh, the clean energy strategy, we are basically moving from having fragmented uh, water, uh, basically, uh, system to a more integrated water system. Means that we have uh, treated water, we have groundwater, we have uh, desal water. We try to reduce the, uh, basically, the use of desalinated water, which is very expensive and it it is basically uh, requires fuel and energy and so on mm-hmm. and moving into more using recycled water for different purposes like yeah. a park like uh, right of ways like uh, uh, green spaces like district cooling and, and, and so on mm-hmm. uh, as far as transport also as we speak today we have in Dubai uh, more than 30,000 green vehicles mm-hmm. in Dubai and we're moving uh, very fast with EV and uh, hybrid as well mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at like only, t- I mean, maybe eight years back, we uh, there were only 500 to- total green vehicle, and uh, the acceleration is happening very fast. And our our aspiration target is to reach 10 percent uh, um, share of uh, green vehicle by 2030. Mm. On top of that, also there is uh, mass transportation. Also, the the, the Ridership is around 17%, 17% today, and our target is to reach 25% by 2030. Okay. So I, I guess based on that, we could say that it's um, certainly technically and, and commercially feasible to mm-hmm. uh, to engage more renewable energy models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can say that uh, the penetration is happening very fast, not, not in the UAE and Dubai, and also across the world uh, is uh, because of the cost, because of the viability. Yeah. Uh, there is no technical barrier. And if you notice also many countries today, they have uh, 20 to 30 percent basically target of renewable and also uh, demand side uh, or energy reduction by 2030. Um, so uh, it's uh, uh, viable and uh, the only challenge I would say energy storage yep. because of uh, limitation I mean um, 
the uh, still the solar will work during the day and then during the night to uh, so dubai has already done a few pilot and more than pilot project in terms of energy storage including csp mm-hmm. technology including hydropower which is ongoing project and also also lithium battery mm. so saying that also uh, I, i think even if we reach 100% penetration renewable even if we have 100% uh, electric vehicle for small cars i don't think it's enough uh, basically to reach uh, the net zero because there are pieces uh, that need to be tackled the heavy industries also yeah. so the renewable will not be able to cover the heavy industry so we need more r&d and we need more like uh, uh, promising technology like hydrogen carbon captures uh, as well as energy storage yeah. mm. What about the, the, the built environment? It said that um, you know, the built environment and urbanization mm-hmm. contributes around 40% mm-hmm. uh, to global emissions. Um, what was being, and, and of course that's existing buildings that are already mm-hmm. built, perhaps pre, mm-hmm. um, um, pre the, the, kind of the, the, the move to decarbonize. Mm-hmm. Um, what is being done now to retrofit existing mm-hmm. buildings in, in Dubai, yeah. for example, to decarbonize mm-hmm. uh, the emissions? Yeah, I could speak in, in general. If you look at... Uh, I think our building stock, uh, I think mostly, uh, whether in Dubai or in UAE or also in the MENA region, they are mostly inefficient and they are designed based on the old uh, code and mm-hmm. the intensity is uh, very high. So mm-hmm. in terms of uh, going forward, I don't think there is uh, one way or one one pathfinder to go this way or that way. Different countries, different cities have adopted different ways. But I think mainly what we have in Dubai Uh, the, the 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 move or the 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 step that we have pursued is uh, looking into the the future building which basically i would say the core the code the the, the building uh, code will tackle all the future building because of the mm. making it i mean more stringent uh, mm. code with uh, i think uh, we're still uh, not uh, there in terms of having feature of net zero with the new code And for uh, existing building, I think definitely you need to have a, a more aggressive uh, building, uh, deep building retrofit uh, program uh, to basically decarbonize yeah. and all, that's, that's all, happening all, now in Dubai, all, isn't it? all the building. That's already happening as well. And uh, the enabler that we have uh, to decarbonize, we have already uh, ESCO market in Dubai. Mm, We have accreditation scheme for ESCO market. We have a market that is growing. We have government lead by example, Mm. in terms of government taking lead and then uh, decarbonizing uh, their own building. Mm. And uh, we have also a financial or let's say, uh, financial mechanism in terms of green uh, funding to support uh, this project. We have also a super ESCO, Uh, model. Uh, we have a contract model, an energy performance serv- service model, to uh, basically encourage uh, uh, or mandate the government to decarbonize their own building mm. and also uh, encourage and promote this to the private uh, sectors uh, like uh, hotels, uh, shopping mall and so on to decarbonize their own building. In terms of measure, of course, the key measure, I would say the cooling uh, Uh, because it's responsible for 70% of uh, building consumption. Mm. Um, the uh, I think solar rooftop is part of it also in terms of what measure to be taken 
to decarbonize the building. Uh, the insulation of the building as well is, uh, is a key yeah. to uh, decarbonize the building. And there are many other like uh, building management system and uh, motion sensor and so on. What about we as consumers? Are we doing enough currently mm. now to reduce mm. our energy consumption? And what are governments, and I guess Dubai, mm. of course, um, mm. uh, case in point, but what are we doing as governments on a government level to incentivize mm. consumers to uh, to reduce energy consu- consumption and be more uh, environmentally conscious of, of the, uh, the power mm. that we consume? Yeah, somehow maybe I have uh, addressed this, you know, in many ways, but in general, Again, you have to look at the top consumer, which we did in Dubai to look at the heavy consumers. Uh, sometime, you know, you have uh, like uh, uh, 10 top consumer, okay, without mentioning name, they could represent more than 85% of uh, the consumption. Mm. So you have to target these uh, basically consumer rather than let's say targeting uh, and maybe wasting effort to target every single consumer. Yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but we should We should concentrate on the heavy consumer because not because of their inefficiency, because of the footprint. Mm. They manage uh, large assets, so mm. we assume that their consumption. Uh, so uh, there are two things. One is the conservation. Uh, is basically to uh, make awareness, the la- labeling scheme. Uh, so this the, the, this scheme, I would say, have little uh, influence. Okay, the other thing is efficiency to basically help them um, make their building efficient through offering uh, different program, different solution. Retrofit is part of it. Labeling is uh, another one. In terms of government, I think government has taken lead. Uh, I mean, uh, what they call it, governing by example. Yeah to uh, decarbonize their own building and and then share this with the uh, community within different platforms, whether conferences, whether uh, through media, uh, through uh, different public uh, aspect. Leading by example, of course, yeah. Yes. Um, The Dubai Supreme Council of Energy uh, launched its circular economy committee in 2021 Mm -hmm. to bring public and private entities Mm -hmm. uh, together to support the Mm -hmm. circular economy. Um, how has this progressed uh, two years on and uh, what new initiatives can we expect in, in Dubai uh, this year and beyond in, yeah. in, um, in circularity? Yeah, I think uh, this is an excellent uh, question, but it's not uh, easy. I, I don't think you have a, a mature uh, circular economy strategy across cities and countries. And uh, we uh, went ahead to understand, you know, at the beginning to understand circularity in Dubai by uh, connecting to different uh, uh, private and government sector to understand the landscape of circularity in Dubai, to understand the, uh, the, the companies that work with circularity in Dubai, to look at uh, uh, some of the existing policy that are linked to circularity. So within this, we have created uh, a platform, you know, uh, consists of both government and uh, private sectors some of the influencer also, so we can work together and uh, upscale the current practices in circular economy, promote the current practices in circular economy, and encourage investment as well in circular economy. And on top of that, we have generated a comprehensive report looking into everything. 
the next step, the roadmap, what we should do, what we, what are what are missing, what are the uh, proposed policies as well that we don't have. Mm. Uh, and uh, I can sum up uh, this in brief that uh, uh, Dubai is at it's at at very early stage in terms of circularity, mm. but I think our current strategy very much connect with the. Uh, circularity, the energy strategy. And mm, the clean uh, energy strategy. Clean energy yeah. strategy, whether it is the renewable energy that we have, whether it is uh, electrification of vehicle, uh, waste management as well. So they are, these are linked to circularity. But I think the bigger picture is uh, to uh, look at, as I said, the uh, circularity of the asset and uh, the resources. Mm. And I think we are on target, but I think uh, we need to be patient in terms of result. Yeah. could be a year from today or two years where we can share KPI and data with the public. Sure. Uh, final question, Mr. Faisal. Um, uh, next five to ten years mm-hmm. at the Supreme Council of Energy, what can mm-hmm. we expect to see uh, mm-hmm. initiatives and, and um, policies announced mm-hmm. um, with regards to your clean energy strategy? Yeah, I would say uh, maybe I I can address both the next five years, ten years, and then the long-term uh, plan as well. So uh, I think the, the, we should continue to develop and to pursue our current strategies, the mature uh, technology uh, that we have, the, the, the renewable energy. It is very mature. So the, that is, uh, I think Dubai is very aggressive in terms of even changing the update. We mm-hmm. continue to change uh, our uh, target update because of the technology. The electrification of uh, vehicle, I think, is uh, also uh, mature, uh, especially for uh, for smaller uh, car. Mm. The energy sto- storage is becoming uh, also more and more mature. Of course, the energy efficiency is uh, huge, and this is uh, the, the, the cheapest, uh, I think, way to reduce your energy through energy efficiency. Um, the uh, the more difficult uh, I think uh, sector is the heavy industries. I think uh, the manufacturing, ship, manufacturing, heavy industries, shipping, aviation. I think these are some of the area that we need uh, to pursue the R and D strongly to uh, follow up the maturity and technology, so we can at least by twenty thirty five we have them sort of uh, more mature, so we can at least have enough time to uh, basically to develop them uh, before reaching the 2050 target. Mr. Faisal, it's been a pleasure having you with us. Um, I'd like to thank you for your time. Fascinating discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we certainly look forward to seeing you uh, in October mm-hmm. at uh, Future Urbanism here in Dubai. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And I uh, look forward to be present in the event. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening in, and if you'd like to stay up to date on the latest developments at Future Urbanism uh, and subscribe to its newsletters and podcasts, check out the website at futureurbanism.ae. You can also follow us across our event socials at Future Urbanism Expo. There are, of course, plenty more engaging topics to cover in the weeks and months ahead as the world accelerates the future urbanism agenda and as we, course, of course, count down to the debut of uh, Future Urbanism here in Dubai, co-located with, again, Jitex Impact and Jitex Global, the world's largest tech show. Goodbye for now.